0: Perfect. We're just right on time. Great. Hey everyone and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host Chef AJ and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well, today is the first Friday of the month, which means it's time for Plant Fueled with Dr. Nikki Davis. Please welcome her to the show. How
1: are you, Dr. Davis? Hi, AJ. Doing really well. Thank you. Well, I'm excited for today. Your kitchen looks different. It is a different kitchen. Yeah, we're actually traveling right now. My, my son has a baseball tournament, so we are, we're just staying at this place right now while he's doing his baseball tournament. And we've actually got my mom and her husband are staying with us as well. So it's kind of a whole family party. So they're very looking forward to the food that I'm going to be making today.
0: So you're staying, you can stay on a
1: plant-based diet, even when you travel. Yes. And in fact, the place where we're staying just has a tiny little grocery store. So we brought what we needed with us. And the one thing that I didn't bring was plant milk. And luckily, this tiny little grocery store had what we needed. So yeah, it's definitely possible.
0: Fantastic. I I think there are a few vegan restaurants in Las Vegas, if I remember correctly.
1: There, you know, there are. um, But you know, I really like finding a place where we have a kitchen because then I can make what I like and I'm not worried about trying to talk to the people at the restaurant. Can they make what I want? And I just, I really like having my own kitchen where I can make delicious things like what we're going to make today.
0: And what are you going to make?
1: All right. So I figured because St. Patrick's Day is on its way and You know, the Irish love potatoes and just like you and I, AJ, we love potatoes too. So I figured I'd make a couple of potato recipes and they're both from Forks Over Knives. And I've actually never made these recipes before. So this is going to be kind of fun. But one of them is a potato pancake recipe recipe that is um, actually a Katie May recipe. Uh, And then the other one is uh, potato frittatas. So... We're gonna, I'm gonna make the potato pancakes first. Those are actually pretty simple to make. You really just need grated potatoes, russet potatoes, grated zucchini, and then grated yellow onion. And um, other than that, you just add in uh, oat flour and baking powder and that's really it. So it's pretty simple and um, lots of delicious potatoes. So I grated up uh, two russet potatoes that I'm gonna put in this bowl. And then I also grated up a a large zucchini. Could you
0: use the ones that already come grated? You know, you ever see those frozen ones? No. Oh,
1: that would be nice too. Do you have a a sprouts near you or a Trader Joe's? We have both. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that would be nice. We have a, I usually use a, um, a, now I can't think of the name of it, food processor to grate, um, Things like this, um, but because we're traveling, I didn't have anything like that. So we hand grated it this morning, um, but it was fine. It worked out. All right. And then this is just uh, a half of a yellow onion that's been grated as well. And so that is basically everything is in the bowl, just those three grated ingredients. And just going to mix those up. And I was surprised that grating this yellow onion, I didn't have any tears. I was thinking that it would just be, I'd be wiping my eyes this whole time, but luckily that didn't happen. Natasha wants to know if sweet potatoes will work. Ooh, I think that that probably would work. And I think that would be a really fun thing to try. Maybe I'll try that the next time we make this. I love sweet potatoes,
2: especially they're when they get crispy. To, they're
1: a little harder to break though, aren't they? Oh yeah, I'm sure they would be. Although if you have a food processor, <laughs> Okay. Uh, Joan says, do um, you
0: squeeze the water out of the zucchini?
1: Yeah. So that's actually the next step. So um, in the recipe, and there should be a link in the show notes if you're on YouTube um, to follow along on the recipe. But basically it just says once you mix those three grated ingredients together, you take about half of it out of the bowl. And then, yep, you're just going to try to get out some of that moisture so that they cook a little bit easier. And you can use a regular towel too. Um, I'm
2: just using paper towel. So you do about half of it and then you can get the other half and do that too.
1: So AJ, do you have any um, St. Patrick's Day recipes that you enjoy, anything specifically?
0: I'm such a one trick pony. I eat the same thing almost every day. What it mean it's Christmas or St. Patrick's Day, but I do like to make those mint shakes, you know, where you take the mint Ooh. spinach and a banana, you know, they call them shamrock shakes. So, you know, I do.
1: Yes. Like so do you have a recipe like that online? Yeah,
0: I have it on YouTube and I think it's in one oh. of my books. And Kathy Hester made one on the show Wednesday. So those are kind of fun. Reminds me of oh. the old days.
1: That is fun.
0: I love that. But, you know, I don't really celebrate St. Patrick's I mean, do people really celebrate St. Patrick's Day? I
1: mean, I mean, I would say when you have a kid, it's kind of one of those things that if you I think that there has been a time when I kind of forgot. And my son was like, you know, all my friends at school were saying that their parents made all this green food. And I was like, oh, no, I got to do something for this. <laughs> you know, make sure they wear green and don't get pinched. All right, that's looking pretty good. So um, so once you've got these pretty dry, then the next thing is um, we are going to combine the oat flour and then the baking powder together. So let me grab that. And the oat flour is just this one that I have, it's just an Arrowhead Mills one. And baking powder, okay.
2: You know, you can make your own, it's pretty cheap.
1: Uh, Oat flour? Yeah. I know, yeah, I have actually made it before. Just grind it up. Just grind up oats, pretty simple. Okay, and as far as the oat flour goes, it's a half a cup of oat flour. Okay. And then we're just going to do one teaspoon of baking powder. So this is a pretty, this is like my kind of recipe. It's pretty simple. You know, as long as you've got a way to grate the ingredients that doesn't take you all day. Not too bad. But I always love coming on your show, AJ, because it gets me excited about making food. And... Um, you know, it kind of gives me an excuse to make recipes that are a little bit more complicated because, like you, I kind of eat the same thing a lot and I don't really get too complicated. You know, it's like a bowl of barley and broccoli uh, with maybe a little bit of low sodium soy sauce on top. So, really simple <laughs> stuff. Um, so, it's kind of fun sometimes to make recipes that are a little bit more complicated.
0: Okay. I'm just so lucky where I live now, the restaurants will make SOS free. And I've been, I mean, I didn't go out for like 12 years and now it's like every day there's a meetup here. It's crazy.
1: Oh my gosh. Well, and I have been seeing your posts with the food that you're getting at these restaurants oh and I'm thinking, God. oh, <laughs> how nice would that be? Chef
0: John made the most amazing pho or pho, whatever you call it yesterday, yeah. big bowl and the broth and oh my God, he makes noodles out of mushrooms and it's so good.
1: Oh, you know, I've actually had um, noodles made from mushrooms at True North, and I try to remember the name of those mushrooms. Um, was it Trumpet, specific... King Trumpet, or King Oyster, mm-hmm. King Oyster? Nope, it wasn't. There was, it was something else, um, but they literally looked like little noodles. Like It was a almost like a ramen soup. Isn't it cool? With these mushrooms. It was so cool. It's yeah, just so what fun, a great idea. You know? Just so right. fun. Yes. Um, so you've got a few different restaurants.
2: Where yeah, you can there's. Do all, that? I
1: mean, they, I mean, gosh, let's see.
0: Salad Works, I can get SOS free. Vegan Plate, Faux Fresh, Himalayan. Um, I haven't been wow. to uh, Faux Vegan yet. So at least four that I've been to.
1: Wow, it's really cool. Yeah, I have. Um, I have a couple of places in Salt Lake where they can kind of make new stuff. Um, We actually had a restaurant that back when I was finishing up working with Dr. McDougall doing kind of like an internship with him in 2016, I had talked to one of the local restaurants in Salt Lake City uh, and talked them into, it was basically, you know, completely vegan restaurant, but then talked them into making some of their dishes oil-free as well. And it was delicious, but they slowly started removing that, I think, from the menu. They maybe just didn't have as many people asking for it. Um, but we do have a really good, I think it's Himalayan food where they will make me, um, like a rice dish with, um, delicious steamed, uh, seasoned vegetables, uh, that are just amazing. Um, so it's oil-free. I know it's probably not salt-free, but, uh, but definitely oil-free, which is nice.
0: Salt is the hardest for all the restaurants for sure. Yep.
1: Yep. Alright, so I'm just going to transfer this over back into the bowl, so we're just going to put these shredded ingredients back into the bowl and then I will add in this oat flour baking powder mixture as well. Then We're going to shape these into little pancakes and then bake them. So <clears throat> you really just need a, uh, a cookie sheet and then I don't have parchment paper, normally I do, but it looks like it's a nonstick pan so we'll just hope for the best there, but then you basically just bake them for 12 minutes, uh, and then flip them ha- and then flip them and then bake for another 12. All right. Well, it seems like the weather here in Las Vegas is going to be pretty nice. Uh, <laughs> It's a little cold for Vegas, I think it's like going to be about 60, but for us, that's really nice because in Salt Lake, it's been very snowy and cold recently on the 20s and 30s. So we'll take it.
2: Okay, so now we've got our mixture of the uh, oat flour and then the baking powder, and we're just going to add it in. Okay, and then basically just mix it up with your hands. This is gonna make a lot, you can already tell.
1: Um, I'm wondering if I have any people watching today, any of my patients. I think I had a couple of patients mention that they might watch the show today. So if you're watching, make sure to say hello.
0: Yeah, type in the chat. And you tell people in case this is the first time seeing you that you can do consults.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm licensed um, in 13 states now, I think. So if you just go on to either my website or onto the uh, plant-based telehealth website. You can see what states I'm licensed in, Uh, but I'm uh, board certified in family medicine and lifestyle medicine. And so when you book a consultation with me, you're actually, um, you're going to be seeing me for lifestyle medicine. And uh, yeah, so we do 30 minute, 60 minute visits and it's all over Zoom. So it's really simple and easy. You don't have to go drive to the doctor's office and You've got a plant-based doctor that you can um, talk to about, you know, whether you're trying to make lifestyle changes or if you're already whole food plant-based, you just want somebody who's supportive. You know, we have kind of the gamut of different people looking for plant-based doctors. Um, okay. So as far as i um, pulling this out and making it into our potato pancake. So it says to scoop out about a, a quarter cup of the potato mixture, you're going to hand shape it into a ball and flatten with your palms. So I'm just making it into kind of this little flat pancake. And then you're supposed to space them two inches apart. And I'm just kind of eyeballing it.
0: Nora is wondering if it could have been enoki mushrooms that you had?
2: Possibly, that does sound familiar. It might've been. Yeah, they're really thin, uh, with just
1: the little cap
2: on the very end. So and they Lisa, do, they look just
1: like a little ramen noodle.
0: Lisa, who's a whole food plant-based Yankee fan, wonders if you can air fry them.
1: Oh, these potato pancakes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely you could. I mean, that's a great way to get rid of the moisture. Um, if I had my air fryer here, I would definitely be trying that.
2: I mean, that's a very good option. There's a wonderful plant-based doctor in Las Vegas named Dr. Evan Allen.
1: Oh yeah, actually I had heard of him because um, when I was in my residency, I was looking for people who I could work with um, for some of my optional rotations. And he was one that I was looking at trying to get a rotation with. So I could just kind of follow along and see what he does. And it never ended up working out, but, but yeah, that's how I kind of found out about him.
0: So have you
2: had an interview with him before? He's been on the
0: show and actually I think he wrote me recently to come on again. Oh, very cool.
1: Yeah. He's nice. I met him at a conference there once. Oh, nice. In Vegas. Yeah. In Vegas. And I think, did he say, was he in Henderson? Is he in the Henderson area? Do you know? I'm not sure. I can't remember. That's where we're actually staying um, in Lake Las Vegas area. Um.
0: Annette says, please ask Dr. Davis for a restaurant recommendation for whole food, plant-based, SOS-free in Las Vegas. I live here and I don't know where to go.
1: <laughs> well, I would ask her the same thing because I don't know where to go here. That's where. That's why I'm making my own thing in the kitchen here. <laughs> so unfortunately, I don't have good options for that. This is uh, I don't live here. I live in Salt Lake City. So I don't know what the options for that are. I know there's, it's a big vegan community, so they definitely have lots of vegan food, but if you're looking for whole food, plant-based, SOS-free, that's, that's the tricky part. Okay, so here, AJ, is just kind of what these look like before I'm gonna throw them in. They're so just these little potato pancakes. And I've got the oven already set for 425, and we're gonna let that go for 12 minutes, and then we'll start making our frittatas.
0: So what is a frittata?
1: So um, I think a frittata is typically egg based. Uh, It's like basically like a muffin cup um, with eggs and different, um, you can add different ingredients to it. At least that's what I think of when I think of a frittata. Um, Ours today is another Forks Over Knives recipe and it is mostly potatoes, uh, broccoli, and it also is, I've got everything up here actually, mushrooms and onions and red bell peppers. So it's just a bunch of delicious veggies for the most part. And then lots of yummy spices. So, and they're actually, so on Forks Over Knives, they're called the potato broccoli mini frittatas. You know what I think
0: about you is you're not afraid to eat potatoes. Oh
1: my gosh. No, not at all. No, potatoes, I feel like have saved my life. Uh, You know, it's, they're delicious. They're filling, they're satisfying. They're low calorie you can, I mean, there's a reason why potatoes are a comfort food. It's, it's, you know, they're satiating. They're wonderful. And they're just great for overall health. And especially if you're looking for weight loss, eat potatoes. And I know that that's just, I have a lot of patients like, really? Can I really eat potatoes? I have diabetes. Can I really eat potatoes? Yes, you can eat potatoes. Please eat potatoes. All right. So uh, so, yeah, so I've got my sliced mushrooms. So we're going to do one and a half cups of sliced mushrooms. And then we've got chopped red potatoes. So one and a quarter cup of chopped potatoes. Uh, half a cup of chopped red bell pepper. And then we've got uh, a quarter cup of chopped red onion. Uh, and then the other thing that we have here is uh, four cups of chopped broccoli. And this is uh, from Frozen. So I, I actually bought... Um, these frozen, this is from Trader Joe's. I know you can buy frozen broccoli at Costco too. That's a really good deal where it comes in little packages, um, but this is just what I got for that. And then you need to thaw it out uh, and then chop it up. So that's what we did. Uh, and then some plant milk and the other ingredients are gonna be flax seed meal, chickpea flour, nutritional yeast, baking powder, dried dill weed, which we've got there. Uh, and then turmeric. All right. So the first thing that we do is we're gonna be cooking on this skillet here. So I'm just gonna turn this on. I apologize because this isn't my kitchen. I'm just kind of trying to figure things out here. Just going for it. Okay, so we're gonna do our mushrooms. And I'm just gonna use a little bit of water to cook these.
2: You don't need oil. Okay.
1: The bell pepper and then our onion. And this is supposed to cook over medium heat for 10 minutes or until tender.
2: All right, so that's kind of what our mixture looks like in the pan. And then I've just got my water over here next to it that I'm just going to kind of add as needed just to make sure it doesn't stick and it cooks well. All right.
1: Um, And so we're going to let that cook for a little bit. And then um, once that's tender, then we add in the broccoli. So, okay. And then while that's going, we are going to uh, put together some other things in a bowl here. So I'm just going to find another bowl. Okay,
2: so we're going to do the milk.
1: And then the flax seed. And I think that they have you do this and let it stand for five minutes to kind of, um, it's almost like making an egg type mixture where it gets, you know, kind of a thickener.
2: All right. Let's see here.
1: All right. So the milk, uh, we ended up doing one and a half cups. This the one that I use today is uh, just an unsweetened um, almond milk. And then, uh, and then the flaxseed meal is going to be two tablespoons. And I like this one. I just get this one from Trader Joe's that I use in my smoothies. I usually recommend to people to try to get about a tablespoon of ground flax today because it gives you uh, your omega 3 for the day. And then, you know, for people who don't want to do a lot of nuts and seeds because of the fat content, basically this kind of gives you what you need from nuts and seeds.
2: Okay. So we're just going to mix that. And then it just says to let it sit for five minutes or stand for five minutes.
1: So AJ, do you enjoy baseball at all? Do you ever watch baseball?
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I don't, I'm, 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 I'm such a weird person. When you get to know me, I mean, the things I like, I like escape rooms and improv comedy. I've never cared to participate or watch any sports. I've never seen a Super Bowl. I've never watched the Olympics. I just don't know why I'm not interested in sports and politics or the news. I don't know why.
1: That's it's interesting because I also like escape rooms. Um I don't love watching the news or you know, it's just too depressing. Like I've got enough going on in my life. Like I want to be happy and <laughs> so when there's big news out there, somebody's always going to tell me. I don't even I know. know, isn't it the myself. truth,
0: though? It's like I yeah. wish when people tell me the stuff. And I'm like, why did you tell me that? Because then <laughs> yeah. I can have it. I have like an obsessive personality. I've got a little OCD and I I do I, I find not knowing what's going on. And then, so my husband tells me about this big case that's going now, the Murdoch trial, you know, that guy that killed his wife and his son. I I, mean, oh, gosh. I don't know about that. And so he tells me about it. So then I got to investigate. So then I stayed up all night watching the documentary <laughs> on HBO and watching it. so I'm, don't tell me anything. Yeah. I don't really know. I don't, yeah. I don't like to live in my own little <laughs> It's not that I live in a fantasy world. Listen, I get it, but I really believe in. Uh, you know, it's funny because Dr. Zhu is on tomorrow, and he's going to be talking about mindfulness. I believe in controlling not just what goes into my mouth, but what goes into my ears, and yeah. and, you know, and what what goes into what I see. And so, you know, I, I'm not. It's not like I'm in denial yeah. of the things that are wrong with the world. But it's you know, if I can't fix it, what's the point of telling me? I'm really trying to just do good in my little area and help the people I can help. And so, yeah. But as far as sports, I don't know why. Maybe I think it's because my family never played sports or watched sports that I never got into sports. So, um, Well,
1: and you know, it, it's funny because I also have never really been into watching sports. But then my son started liking baseball. He started playing it. And then I started learning the rules and kind of now it's way more exciting to me because I understand what's going on. And, and now I love it. Is, I like I
0: mean, if I was going to watch something, baseball, at least it's nonviolent. But I don't understand yeah football like these guys know. You know, they don't they don't fare so well after they retire they make a lot of money but you know a lot of them have brain damage and and you know they have to gain I, I don't know I, I don't yeah. know why we glorify violent sports but I do like base I mean I don't I mean if I'm gonna do something yeah. baseball it seems like a nice kind of thing to watch that it yeah. doesn't seem violent like some of the other ones like you know or it has the kind of injuries that hockey and football and right yep. kind of Have
1: you know Yep, I agree I agree um but it's interesting with the improv too. I think I love that kind of stuff. I mean, I have actually done quite a bit of acting um, and I, I just absolutely love that. So I think it's great that you're doing the improv. I think that would be a lot of fun.
0: I mean, I'm, I'm in five classes a week. It's like, I can barely- Really? Wow. I mean, I'm supposed to get my book written, but it's like, it's really my passion. <laughs> yeah, I take five classes a week. So it's like, it's like my other job. And I, but I love wow. it so much.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: that's um, good. Who was sentenced, um, I, Alex Murda, yesterday to life, two life sentences in prison? Yeah. Just, oh
1: my! So they got him I, then. <laughs> it's
0: uh, it's interesting. Okay. I do find the legal legal things interesting, though. You know, I mean, like you know, like did you like the, I watched that show, The Lincoln Lawyer? Like, like I like stuff. Oh like, yeah. And I do like. It's not that I don't like TV. Don't get me wrong. But I, when I gave it up in 2018, my I just got so much more productive. You know,
1: Mm, right. It's true. It's true. I know when you think about like, oh, I don't have time for this, I'm so busy, but then you look back and like, well, how much time was I spending on the internet or on TV? And you can find the time if you get rid of that stuff. I mean,
0: it's not that I don't have a phone and I can watch stuff, but I really limit
1: it. (laughs) And I and I think that helps people with weight loss. I really do. I I wish
0: somebody would do a study, maybe they have about the hours you spend, you know, watching
1: programming and you know, have such a hard time. Right instead of taking those 30 minutes and going for a walk, right? Everybody always complains, like we don't have enough time to do physical activity, but if you actually look back at your day, what did you spend your day doing that you didn't need to? But
0: they have time to be on Facebook and Instagram. So I I think people, you know, one of the things I heard when I was young is people have enough time and enough money for what they truly value.
1: Yes, yep. I think that is right on for sure. Um, these potato pancakes are just about ready to flip, so I'm just going to kind of get prepared for that. Um, and then our frittata veggie mixture is cooking up very nicely, so that's getting close to being ready to add in the broccoli. It's softening up really nice. It smells good. That's always the, the hard part about doing these shows is you don't get to actually smell or taste the food. <laughs> I mean, I do, I
0: get to, but that, that's, that couldn't be invented. Could it? I mean, you never know because I mean, could smell a vision ever be invented or tasted? I mean, why not?
1: Yeah. Why not?
0: I mean, that would be pretty cool. Wouldn't it actually? It
1: would be (laughs) just push a button and here comes the scent.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Did you ever watch that show? you're, You're a lot younger than me, but did you ever watch a show called Candid Camera? Yes. Because they, oh, they, they totally. would do things that would be like so like, yes. like they, they would like have like a, a machine and then like 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 a pie would come out of it, like like out of a fax machine or something. And I'm like, wouldn't that be cool if you could really do some of those things?
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. I, with the 3D printing now, I mean, they kind of are starting to do stuff like that. Like, did you see that they're making a, a vegan steak? That is three D printed. I mean, this is not healthy food. It's vegan food, but definitely not healthy. But they're three D printing like these vegan steaks, where they even have like the fat layer in there and everything. Wait, and it what do you mean like printing? Steak. Oh,
0: wait, they're printing food?
1: Yeah, yeah like a three D printer. You know, where they basically put you know the ingredient in there, and then it just uses lines where it prints it out, and then makes it into this. 3D object. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you have Isn't ever that crazy? watched
0: my show, but I I had a, a, a he's almost a hundred year old. And if and he actually says he's a hundred because he was born in China. And in China, you're one when you're born. But Dr. Right, Dr. that's Dr. True. and he has he has close to 350,000 views on my channel, number one spot. And had lunch wow. with him yesterday. And he's gonna be a hundred. And it's like talking to him when you think of all the things we take for granted like iphones and you know the internet well i was born before the internet but he was born before everything you know i mean he was born before cars I mean, and right before television and air travel and and so i mean it's amazing
1: well and so what does he say about that like just no. being able to be alive during the, all of that happening
0: so it's so interesting talking to somebody yeah. 100 I just I love spending time with him and in, in hearing what he has to say
2: because yeah
1: I well I feel like that with my dad my dad is 92 and um so he was older you know when he had me but what a life he's had too I mean so we have this area near Salt Lake City it's on the way to this um, city called Wendover in Nevada called the Salt Flats they've done a lot of movies there where they filmed because it's just this basically huge flat area that is just covered in salt. And so it's really beautiful. They do a lot of car commercials there. Um, but he, uh, he would go race cars there back in the, it would have been the 1940s, 40s and 50s. He would race, you know, sports cars, like some of the first sports cars that were out, um, He was racing cars. And now, so up until last year, he was land sailing out on the salt flats as well. And basically a land sail is like a a sailboat with wheels. And I mean, those things would get up to like 50 miles an hour. So I've been with him several times and it is so much fun, but he was doing it last year at 91. He's just amazing. So, you know, back when he was in his teenage years and then in his twenties racing cars on the salt flats and then, into his nineties doing the land sailing. Um, I just want to show you, these are turning out really nice. So I just flipped them all over, but they're getting nice and crispy and brown. So I'm gonna throw those in for another 12 minutes.
0: they're so good. Cause you know, I, I'm Jewish and like people think
2: of Passover you have to, you know, fry it in oil. No, you don't. No, no. Yeah, once, once
1: you've made the decision to not have oil in your life, you just figure out how to live without it. And it's really not that difficult. Uh, and that was after I was working with Dr. McDougall that I finally was like, oh, this is why I can't lose those last 10 pounds or 15 pounds. Yeah. And this is what's holding me back. Like, and I it really was.
0: I understand people's love affair with like, you know, avocado and nuts, you know, those taste really yes. delicious, but oil is, I mean, it's just so gross. You don't
1: it eat is. on I mean, you could tell anyone to take, you know, a shot glass of oil and pound it. Nobody's going to enjoy that. You might be able to put it down, but no one's going to actually enjoy the taste of that. And there's a reason for it. AJ, did you know that um, Starbucks, I just found this out. Starbucks is going to start making a coffee that is infused with olive oil. Why? (laughs) Because people think that it like jumpstarts fat metabolism or something. I don't know. It do they not understand physics? That's ridiculous. <laughs> but people have been doing this for a while. I don't know if you know that people are adding oil to their coffee. Well, butter I heard, but it's, it's so Oh, gross. butter. Gross. Oh, <laughs> okay. all right. Okay. Well, th- this is cooking up really nice. So I'm just going to take the broccoli and add that in there.
2: Those potato pancakes, I am so excited for those. How do you eat your smells? I I, I eat
0: mine with applesauce and onion. Oh, really? Yep, that's how Jewish people do it.
1: And and sour
0: cream if you do sour cream.
1: Okay. Yeah, so um, I don't know. I mean, this is my first time making these potato pancakes, so I was planning on just eating them the way they are. In the recipe, it does mention you can add some, like, just kind of fresh, you know, parsley or maybe some green onions or something like that over the top but i'm guessing that maybe my family would like to do ketchup some sort of tomato oh, yeah ketchup would be good salsa yeah. salsa ooh see now that's that's my kind of thing like some fresh pico de gallo i think would be yeah. really good you salsa. could even add
2: some beans like some black beans with it
0: salsa's good on everything
1: yes <laughs> all right let's see here i'm Trying to make sure I've got enough bowls here. Okay, there we go. So we're going to take, um, so we're on step three of the frittata recipe. So medium bowl, we're going to stir together. Oh, we already did that. We got the milk and the flax seeds. So number four, stir the vegetable mixture and the next five ingredients into the milk mixture. Okay. So this is our plant milk
2: and flax seed mixture. All right, and then we are going to add in some of these spices and things. So we've got a cup of chickpea flour.
1: Have you ever tried to make chickpea flour? That would be a lot more difficult, I think.
0: Yeah, what what do they do? They just like, do they dry the chickpeas or?
1: They must. Yeah, or maybe they blend it up and then dry it out. I don't know. It's fascinating, though, all these things you can find nowadays, like all these different kinds of flowers yeah, that never
0: existed before.
1: Yeah. And all the different milks and everything. I mean, there's just so much to choose from now. But I will say it's a lot more difficult to be a healthy vegan now than it was when I was starting out in veganism. You know, I I basically, you know, once I decided to go vegan, I thought, okay, well, I'm never going to get to eat you know, another cinnamon roll again, or, you know, all these things that I really enjoyed.
2: And then of course now, now, right
1: now you definitely can, but luckily there are good, now good recipes for healthy versions of those things, you know, without the oil and everything. Okay. So I just added the chickpea flour. So now I'm going to add two tablespoons of nutritional yeast.
0: So, was it you I asked? But I have such a problem with nutritional yeast now; it gives me yes. stress, stomach pain, even yes. in tiny, tiny amounts. I had to even stop the Benson's Table Tasty, which had a tiny bit, and I called wow. her up and I said, "Can you make one without the nooch?" Believe me, I I don't mean to be you know people act like you're being so difficult when you have like intolerance or allergies, <laughs> right. you know. And no, I mean I would love to be able to eat the things that I'm allergic to, but you know I. Got it. Yeah. Because I, I just wish I knew what it was that was making me, you know, so violently ill about it.
1: I know. Well, and I and I remember the last time we talked about it, I looked it up and it said that even though it is rare, that there are people that are just intolerant. And so it's just like one of those things
0: darn well
1: yeah that's frustrating
0: it. as long as i can you know i am so ha- i mean it's so funny because i eat the same thing for lunch almost every day a hannah yam that weighs about two pounds that's been roasted and a po- about a pound of broccoli and i just look forward to it every day and i love it and i don't eat it because i have to
1: i love it yeah yep yeah. I mean, that's the key, right? That is the key to being able to make this a way of life is to really enjoy it. You've got to find a way to make it something that you enjoy, that you don't feel like it's restrictive. You um, you, know, you, And that's the beauty of the types of foods that we're talking about. You've got to make sure you have the starchy foods. I mean, if you go back to, and I know that you kind of... Um, I think your journey, you kind of started out following more Mac- McDougall initially, right?
0: That's, yep. I just use yeah. the principles of calorie density and it's like, yep. I'm amazed how much I
1: get to eat every day. And it's like, every day is Christmas, yes. you know? Yes. And as long as you have those starchy, delicious foods, you know, the, the potatoes and the beans and the corn and, you know, all of those delicious foods. I mean, I, I never feel like I'm missing anything. All right. So I'm just adding in kind of these other yeah, ingredients you, so we did yeah, the You are missing something.
0: You are missing something. You're missing heart what? disease, obesity, <laughs> diabetes.
2: That is true. That is That's true. What you're missing. I don't miss it though.
1: <laughs> okay. So I just put in the nutritional yeast, the baking powder and so now I'm just doing a teaspoon of the dried dill weed. Yum. And then I'm gonna do a quarter teaspoon of ground turmeric. I just love it, adding stuff like this into your food. You know, I'll have people with maybe arthritis or they have some inflammatory conditions and turmeric is a natural anti-inflammatory. So it's something good that you could use instead of like an ibuprofen, Um, but how great that you can just add it into a recipe. And you're not. It's not like you're taking a pill or something like that. It's just your food. So you said you like escape rooms. Do you have those in Utah? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think they're so much fun. I mean, you know, I I was an engineer, you know, before I became a doctor, and I loved solving problems. I still love solving problems, and I think that's part of the reason why I love being a doctor too. Is you know, just the, the process of solving problems and figuring things out and thinking outside the box. And that is an escape room. So I absolutely enjoy those things.
0: I'd love for you to visit me. We can go to an escape room.
1: I would love that. And I can bring my son with me. He would love that too. Okay. Okay. So we've got a few minutes left on the potato pancakes. I think those are going to be done very soon. Just going to mix this up, make sure we're not sticking. We're not. So, just adding water kind of as needed. And, you know, we're getting a lot of moisture out of the broccoli. So, this is cooking
2: up really nice. All right. Oh, you know what? I, you, it's so funny. We, we did have a question that was sent in in advance
0: and I should have asked oh, yeah. it because it was actually about, I, I believe it was about grains and we were talking about different kinds of flowers. So sorry mm-hmm. about that. Don't forget, she's a doctor guy. She can answer yeah. questions too. So this is from Nancy and she says, is millet okay to eat for people with hypothyroidism? My sister said that a naturopath told her that maybe it isn't. Is this true?
1: So I have never heard that. Um, You know, millet is like a grain. It's like little tiny grains. Um, I use it. Uh, I've used it in baking and cooking. I have never heard that that is something that you should watch out for with hypothyroidism ever. So um, unless you can, you know, unless somebody has some sort of, Documentation or something that says that that is an issue. I've never heard that. So I would say, and keep enjoying your millet and don't worry about that being a problem with um, thyroidism. Yeah, it's just not, not something I've ever heard of. So, uh, one of the things, um, the other thing, you know, this just reminds me of these tests that you can do where you can find out if you're uh, sensitive to certain foods and I'll have patients come to me where they've got this big, you know, big report that says, well, I might be intolerant to potatoes or onions or broccoli or whatever it is. So they remove all these things from their diet even though they never had any issues with it. And now they're removing all these healthy foods. And you know, those these nutritional assessments aren't FDA approved. They really have not shown that even if something comes up That you're intolerant to on these tests that that actually proves that you are going to have an issue with that kind of a food. So I would just be really careful of that because what I see happening is that people end up just removing more healthy foods out of their diet that they really didn't need to in the first place. All right, so I went ahead and um, put together the vegetables that I've been cooking with this kind of mixture that's the plant milk and the flax seed and then a bunch of other. Um, spices and things. And so I will show you really quick what that looks like. But it does, it kind of looks like an eggy, eggy mixture. And uh, the way that you, so this is just like, you know, muffin tin, this is actually silicone. And I've got these, uh, the recipe asks you to use these um, foil cups. And let's see, it's a third of a cup in each one. So basically just take a little scoop of your mixture and then i'm
2: just going to throw that into each cup
1: you can kind of see what that looks like in there so i'm going to fill up all of those yeah you're making them like little individual that's neat exactly i think that'll be a lot of fun and then they kind of cook up like almost like a Like an egg, you know, when you think of a frittata, you think more egg, but you don't need the eggs. And this is all completely oil-free, you know, no salt, no sugar. So just naturally without any of those things. And I know it's going to taste just delicious with all these yummy ingredients. All right, my timer's going off. So I'm going to pull out these potato pancakes.
2: And... Do you ever just make
0: like a big batch and like freeze
1: them and then take them out? Um, so I think that would be really yummy to do because this is my first time. I haven't, but yeah, absolutely could. Okay. So these turned out really nice. Um, so just nice and crispy, crispy little pancakes. So um, very excited about those. And I, I only made, let's see, 11 of those. And I still have probably about half the mix left so I can make another batch. So it makes quite a bit. And once those cool off a little bit more, I'll show it to you again. Oh, and then I'm gonna turn down the oven because this, these frittatas don't cook on such a high heat. So I had it at 425. The frittatas are gonna um, bake at uh, 350. And then those are only, those are gonna go for 25 minutes. So I know um, we're not gonna have quite enough time for these to be completely done today, but at least you can kind of see what
2: this kind of what they're gonna end up looking like. Of- right. Very cool. Yeah, this looks
1: really yummy. This looks like, I mean, these are both like some really good recipes for like a breakfast, you know, like a special weekend breakfast or something, for people who really enjoy potatoes. I can't. Which imagine. Who doesn't? I can't
0: imagine. Are there imagine. people out there that don't? Well, I know that there's people that are afraid to eat them, but I can't imagine that anyone yes. doesn't enjoy it. Somebody's saying, I think I'm allergic to corn. What about a corn allergy? You know, what I've heard, tell me if you've heard this, Dr. Davis, is that a lot of times with things like corn and soy and wheat, it's not so much that people are allergic to the actual crop, but the fact that they're GMO, those are the three most heavily genetically Mm -hmm. modified crops.
1: I agree, you know, and, um, you know, it's the same thing with even uh, if you have like a sensitivity to say tomatoes, which I do sometimes, like depending on the tomato, sometimes it'll make my mouth a little bit itchy, but, uh, you know, in looking into it, it looks like for a lot of people, it's not the food itself. It's maybe the pollen, you know, wherever it came from, uh, that you're a little bit sensitive to, uh, the best way to figure out if you're really intolerant to something is to just keep a food log, a food diary, you know, and then just keep track. Every time I eat this thing, this happens, you know, and and you could try using, you know, if you think that it is something to do with kind of the crops and um, what they're putting on them, you know, just trying something that's organic and non-GMO. Are you still having the same problems? So you kind of have to do a little bit of your own investigation to see, uh, you know, what what you're actually intolerant to. All right, so I'm just going to throw these frittata in there, and those are just going
0: to go. Um Judy is saying, this is interesting. Was it Judy? Let me find that that if you just take dry, yeah, grind up dry chickpeas uncooked, and that's your flour. I I wonder if that's I mean that makes sense.
1: So you're not actually cooking them. You're just it's just the dried bean. Interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Gosh, now it makes me want to try doing that. That's kind of a fancy thing, though. I'm not that fancy. Okay, so um, the frittatas go for 25 minutes. Um, So I'm just gonna let those go. And then let's see if these are cool enough that I can at least try. So um, these are just such a nice little finger food that are just so easy to make. And I have to say, when you grate your own potatoes, it's so much more delicious than if you use frozen shredded potatoes. It's just like that fresh, so good mm. yeah those are really really good um i could see how having some salsa or some you know fresh tomatoes and onions over the top would be really yummy
0: well try it like my way i put unsweetened applesauce with a little bit of a uh, red onion chopped it's so good
1: I will try that. I I would never normally think that that would sound good. Applesauce if, with onion. If you go to
0: a Jewish deli and order, it's called latkes or potato pancakes. That's how they serve it with, with applesauce, onion and sour cream. So, Wow. So and, is it red onion? Red onion preferred. Okay. Yeah. Just little, just tiny bit. You don't even have to have the red onion, the sour cream. It's so, I mean, the, the applesauce on hot potato pancakes,
1: it's delicious. Oh, that sounds amazing. Well, these definitely turned out really delicious. Yeah, they Pretty sound, I mean,
0: listen, let me, you're making me hungry. They sound delicious. <laughs> Have you ever well, done the thing that I've, I've shown it on my channel several times? You take, a, it works best with a Yukon Gold because the skin, it just works better. And they need to be about, I don't know, four or five ounces. And you cook them, microwave, steam them, whatever, refrigerate them. And then you put each one in the square of a waffle maker and then you press it down. And that's kind of similar to what you just made, but it's a little bit less labor intensive.
1: Oh, so, okay. So you, are you cutting up the potatoes? No, no, don't cut them up. You're not the skin because otherwise it's okay. And it doesn't work. So it's basically just smashing it down. So yep. are you pre-cooking the potatoes first?
0: Yes, you have to, or you yeah. to close them. So like the,
1: boiling them or how do I you I microwave
0: you do it? them. I don't like, okay. bo- I, I, I think I find that boiling and steaming gets them too wet. I microwave them if I have, and then I chill them because it just, something just makes it easier. And then boom, I have a video on that. And it's so oh. good. Now, now you got me wanting, I mean, got me wanting <laughs> potatoes now. I mean, Potatoes,
1: I, right? <laughs> but I already cooked my Hannah, yeah. But I'm <laughs>
0: very soon. It's so fun.
1: Well, and I, I don't have a waffle maker, but I have seen some recipes for, <clears throat> you know, potato waffles and things like that. And so it's made me consider getting one, but I do have a panini press. So I think that that would work the same oh, way. Yeah.
0: I mean, maybe why not? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, and, and in fact, I don't know if you remember, I did a show with you where my husband and my son were on and we did spiralized hash browns that, yeah, that we was did really on the panini cool. maker yeah, so that's the panini maker we've used for that, and it just oh, that's like one of my favorite ways to make potatoes is using that panini maker and making them all crispy. It's just like this big it's like a big, huge pancake of potatoes,
0: yeah, which which was the tool again that you used for spiralizing those?
1: So, yeah, it's I don't know if it's called a spiralizer, but that's what I call it. Um, but yeah, and i it's some it was some French company that we found, um, but you basically are just sticking the potato. It's got like these metal um, prongs that you stick the potato on and then you just rotate it and it just makes these little spirals of potato. And I think a lot of people will use it for like zucchini where you can make zucchini noodles and things like that. But making spiralized potatoes and cooking those up is what we really enjoy.
0: That's the best. Do you have, do you memorize yet which states you can see patients in? I know it's in the show notes, but I always like to test you.
1: (laughs) Okay, let's see. All right, Alabama, Arizona, California,
2: Colorado, Florida, Louisiana, Montana, Utah, Washington, Oregon. Texas. That's
1: 11. How many do you, so, you see? Know, some of my patients, oh, some of my patients are going to be like, I'm in that state and you forgot about me. <laughs> oh no.
0: But How I think, yeah, I think funnel? I've got
1: 13, 13. Nice. What yeah. So I, I did pretty good there.
0: If somebody lived in say Canada or a European country or Mexico, can you see a patient internationally via Zoom?
1: Yes, yes, so we can. So if you're international, we can see you. The only limitation is that we can't send lab orders and we can't send prescriptions. So if that's something that you need, then, you know but you can still have a consult with us a lifestyle medicine consult uh, and yeah. And we actually have quite a few international patients that see our doctors.
0: That's interesting,
1: and that says she, yeah. I'm not licensed in Nevada yet. So, um, my mom's right here, Mom. I'm licensed in Nevada, aren't I? Yeah, I'm trying to remember now. <laughs> Let me check the show oh, notes. My mom's sitting over here. Okay, I don't. Mom. I might not be in Nevada yet. Now that I think about it. I know Arizona,
0: uh, it definitely. Nope. nope. I, I, I have it on the show notes. Alabama, Arizona, California, Colorado, Florida, Louisiana, Montana, North Dakota, Oregon, South Dakota, Texas, Utah, and Washington.
1: See, those are what I forgot. The North and South Dakota. Those are the ones I forgot. Yep. Okay. Well, we'll have to add Nevada at some point then. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, because Annette is in, in in Las Vegas. People are, you know, they're saying they exactly. can't it because you can't use insurance and, you know, things like
1: that. Yeah. yeah we're working on it. We're working on that. Definitely. That's great.
0: Well, like, do you ever consider like doing a group visit so that it's like, yeah, I've, I've heard of those things. It makes it affordable mm-hmm. for people. You ever thought about definitely.
1: that? Definitely. We have actually, so, you know, I don't own the company, so I just, you know, I'm like a private contractor through plant-based telehealth. Um, but that is something that we have been talking about hopefully doing in the future. So yeah, we're doing a lot of lot of exciting things. We're expanding a lot, so I think it'll be exciting once we can share a little bit more about what the company's doing and how we're progressing forward. It'll be fun.
0: You know, what they gave me because I had a whole week devoted to them. They gave me that beautiful, uh, you know, what what oh a jacket, yeah. and I'll, I'll wear that next time. I forgot about that. That's it. Looks, okay. It looks really good. It's really nice, actually. Oh,
1: perfect. Well, you can wear that next time. I will memorize my states and then. <laughs> we'll do that. Oh, it's all right. Yeah. Yeah. My mom was saying, Nope, you're not in Nevada. So yeah. All right. (laughs) So, well, um, I know that we wanted to try to kind of keep this under an hour, you know, my, the frittatas still have another 15, 20 minutes. We're not going to be able to completely have those done, but I think you got kind of the idea, the gist of it. It's like these fun little muffin cups that are just kind of these individual portions. And, when I see you next month, I will let you know how delicious well, they see. were.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, next month, you're going to be coming on because you're the first Friday. So you're going to be coming on before Easter and before Passover.
2: Yeah. Okay. So
0: you can think about that. Karen would like you to be licensed in Oklahoma. Okay.
1: Noted. Yeah. I've I've heard um, Oklahoma, Illinois. I've had some people say. Um, but they could go to the state
0: and see you, right? New York. Like if a state is right next to us, Yes. State. So for yes. example, like, I don't know what two states are now. I'm bad at geography. That's another thing. I skipped the fourth grade, but if a state is right next, like, for example, people that live in New Jersey often live very close to New York and they yep. kind of
1: hop over and see well, a consult there. I'm so glad you mentioned that because that is absolutely right. So the way that my licensing works is it literally just means where is the patient located during the visit? it's not based on their address. It's just, where are they at that time? So if you're planning on traveling, maybe you're going to go to California on a vacation, you know, and you're not in a state where I'm licensed, you can set up an appointment while you're there. So as long as you're in the state that I'm licensed in during the appointment, that works. And I do have patients actually that live in states that are right next to the border of another state and they just drive across, they're sitting in their car and we have a visit.
0: Okay, I probably shouldn't say this because then I don't give people bad ideas. But how do you know where somebody is
1: when they're in the consult? They
0: could say
1: they're in that state. I, you know, I just have to trust that people are honest. So at the very (laughs) end, you can ask my patients at the beginning of of all of my appointments, I say, all right, are you in California today? Are you in Colorado today? Yep, I am. And I every so often someone will say, no, I'm actually traveling. I'm in Hawaii. And I say, oh, we can't have a visit. We're going to have to reschedule. So.
0: Oh, wow. That, so now, you know. <laughs> you know, I've never seen this happen. A thumbs up just came up on our screen. Did you see
1: that? That's interesting. Oh, oh. it's probably if I do this, maybe zoom. And like, if you wave, it'll do it too.
0: <laughs> Coolest thing you learned. I mean, I've been doing this for years. I've never seen that. Well, this was a lot of fun. It's always fun talking to you. Come visit me and we'll do an escape room.
1: I would love that. And, yeah. and then we can go to all those delicious restaurants. Oh my Maybe God. Tammy Kramer. We please, can have a big
0: party. please. Oh my God. You can, like, we could set something up, like, you know, you can, you can give talks yes. and we can charge people. That would be so okay. Fun. And then says to please get uh, get licensed in New York. She would like you to have New York. Oh, and yeah, New 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 York York somebody wants Texas too.
1: Oh, I have Texas. Oh, you have Texas. Okay. Well. I just got, yes, I just got Texas. <laughs> Not Yay. that long
0: ago. That's great. Well, thank you so much. This was a lot of fun.
1: It was a lot of fun, AJ. Thank you so much.
0: Enjoy your frittata. And thanks all of you for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back tomorrow for the chef doc, Colin Zhu, Dr. Colin Zhu. And he's going to be talking about mindfulness and mindful eating. Thanks for watching, everyone. If you like what you see, please consider subscribing and giving this video a thumbs up, just like Dr. Davis did. Bye-bye.